0: Let us go to my beloved ustad mashallah on this beautiful friday morning ustad good to see you again this early friday morning inshallah which is today the 27th of rabiul akhir 1440 assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh
1: wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh barakallahu feekuma rafat jazakallahu khairan to our engineers and technicians brother junaid khan and our brother Riyaz hussain in durban بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونسوالي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد All praise it, due to Almighty Allah The sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu الله عليه وسلم Alhamdulillah on this Mubarak day of Jumu'ah we continue with the Fadail and the virtues of the Noble Qur'an The series that we started on Monday Alhamdulillah last night I sent it out on the WhatsApp So regarding the virtues of Surah Fatiha part 1 part 2 And then on Surah Baqarah part 1 and part 2 and the Q&A Alhamdulillah so may all make it a means of salvation, a means of hidayat as well for the entire human race. Today we continue with Surah Al-Imran. Surah Al-Imran is the third chapter of the Noble Quran. It comprises 200 verses and remember it was revealed after the migration of Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu what are the virtues of this surah? This is an authentic hadith. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Iqra'ul Quran, read the entire Quran Sharif. for ya'ati Shafi and Because this Quran Sharif will intercede for the people on the day of Qiyamah. And then Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu mentioned two surahs particularly iqra'u al and read the two glittering shining surahs which are the two glittering shining surahs surah Baqarah 286 verses and read surah Ali Imran 200 verses Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa then gave an example and said that these two surahs on the day of justice will take the form and the shape of a cloud and to Hajjani, and then they will give evidence, and they will say, Ya Allah, Jalla Allah, that this person used to read Surah Baqarah, this person used to read Surah Al-Imran, O oh, beloved Allah, that you forgive him, and Ya Allah, we intercede on his behalf, the Hadith in Sahih Muslim. So therefore, each one of us should read not only the short, short surahs, that once a week, once a month, once in two, three months, Complete the entire Qur'an Sharif. Certain important verses from this verse or from the Surah of Surah Al-Imran. Number one, Alif Lam Mim. Allahu la ilaha hayyul qayyum. Whenever we make dua, read in the starting, praise Almighty Allah. Allahu la ilaha Al huwal hayyul qayyum the ulama have written this is ismullahil azam the most superior and supreme and greatest names of all may Allah Jalla wala. simple allah la ilaha illallahul hayyul qayyum then you praise all may more alhamdulillah rabbil alamin durood sharif salawat and then you beg all may tia today is jumuah between asr and maghrib duas are accepted so that's number one. Number two, all Maitya Allah made us. That we are Muslims, we are born Muslims, or we embrace Islam. So Surah 3, Surah Al-Imran, verse number eight. The greatest gift which all Allah has blessed us with. Rabbana la tuzik qulubana wa O beloved Allah, do not let our hearts get deviated after you have given us the guidance. Wahhab Lana مِلَّ O all Matyallah, grant us from your side the special mercy to envelop us. إِنَّكَ عَنْتَ Indeed, O all Matthew Allah, you are the best of givers. So in that way there, inshallah, we maintain and retain our iman and we pass away with iman. Surah 3, verse number 8. Then Surah 3, verse 38. Those of you, mashallah, mother, sisters, you are expecting. Oh, you don't have children, and you want children, begging, beseeching Almighty Allah. Read the dua of Nabi Zakariya, Surah 3, verse 38. Surah 3, Surah Al-Imran, verse 38. Rabbi habli, oh, milladun ka dhuriyatan in innaka sami'u dua. O Almighty Allah, jallawallah, grant us, from your side, such awlad, and such children, that are pure, that are chaste, and that are good and pious, innaka sami'u dua. O oh, Almighty Allah, you are the one who listens to the dua. Surah chapter 3, verse number 38. Remember, we see in today's world people become prime ministers, presidents, rulers. Then they are dumped and kicked out of office unceremoniously. That is what All Might Allah has told us in the Noble Quran: till mulkamantasha, watanzil mulkamimantasha, watuizzumantasha, watudilumantasha. All Allah gives power, authority to whomsoever he wishes. All Allah snatches it away from whoever he wants to. Allah gives Isad honor to whomsoever he wants to. People are poor, but they got so much honor and dignity. People are rich and many of them we can't say all obviously, but many of them humiliated disgrace. We see in today's world, Prime Ministers, Presidents, how humiliated they are. وَمَيُّهِنِ اللَّهِ fama لَهُم When all Maitya Allah Jalla Allah does grace his people, then remember there is none to give them honor. Remember we all want the special mercy of Allah. Allah Ta'ala says, You will never obtain piety. لَن تَنَالُوا hatta Tun تُنْفِقُوا بِمَّا تُحِبُّونَ Remember today also, if you go to Masjid Nabawi, you will find some signs. How the Sahaba, they spent, subhanallah, that they gave the whole garden and their whole orchard in the path of all, Matti Allah, because they were practicing. On this verse, you will never obtain through piety until you spend. Remember from that which you love. Human being knows, lam se how to take and take. Human being forgets dals a day we have to give. That is the true piety as well. And the last verse. Remember that all Mithyallah is teaching a powerful potent dua. Surah 3, Surah Al-Imran, verse 194. Each one of us. Tomorrow we have to stand in the court of all Each one of us is accountable for our own deeds, our own actions in private, in public yea in this world we can get lawyers, we can get liars, all these type of things but remember there Almighty Allah knows everything so read and learn this dua Surah 3 verse one ninety four. O oh Allah do not disgrace us on the day of justice may all envelop us in his mercy inshallah six till six o'clock will be more Arafat six to seven will be more Khalid Yaqub seven to nine inshallah will be Brother Yusuf Ali, 9 to 10 today will be, and every day, Jews a day, mashallah, you can listen to the Quran Sharif. And today, 10 to up past 10, inshallah, what Arafat will be, the Nikah announcements, inshallah. Up past 10 will be, inshallah, at 11 o'clock, will be the Surah Kahf recitation, 11 o'clock news, and thereafter, the 40 Durood Sharif and Salawat. And thereafter, around 1125, insha'Allah, Aziz, we cross to Makkah Mukarramah. Today in Makkah Mukarramah, the Imam, the Khatib, will be Fadila to Sheikh Salih bin Humaid. and in Madinah Munawwara, is Shaykh Huzaifi, Hafidahullah. And my Jummah, I'll be in 15th Street Masjid in Johannesburg, insha'Allah. So make dua, all Allah, accept us all for His deen.
0: Amin, 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 Ustad, 26 minutes after 4 on this beautiful Friday morning, we go to brother Harun, mashallah, all the way from Nigeria, just reading his questions, he say, Assalamu Alaikum Honorable Sheikh Mufti Sahib, he says, my name is Harun, all the way from Nigeria, it's very, very, very boiling hot here in Nigeria, Ustad, regarding Zakat, I am a working class parent, I earn enough to survive from month to month, I don't have any money saved. The only investment I have is my pension fund. House is on bond. Cars are financed. I would like to know if zakat is wajib on me, brother Harun from Nigeria, Ustad.
1: JazakAllah khairan to our brother Zakaria. Harun, 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 brother Harun from this thing. I'm thinking of Zakaria, Ali, Salam's <laughs> dua. Nevertheless, the Nigeria. brother by Nigeria, mashallah brother Harun. So my brother Harun Barakallah feekum One thing you said That you said is very hot You know in the Quran Sharif When people were saying It's very hot Then all might revealed Allah revealed the verse Qul naru jahannama Say O Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi The heat and the intensity Of jahannam And the hellfire Is much more Compared to this world So always beg Allah For afia, Safety, comfort, good health And beg all might for protection from Jahannam brother remember whether zakat is compulsory or not upon you so you have to contact your local ulama day in Nigeria because the nisab That is the minimum threshold that you have as extra. For example, in South Africa, worth our currency, we say it is 4,500. For example, it fluctuates 4,300, 4,400, 4,500. So in a case like that, we will say it is approximately 350 U.S. dollars. So if you have 350, 400 U.S. dollars at the end of the lunar year, See, for example, you are working Muharram to Muharram, Rabiul Awal to Rabiul Awal, Ramadan to Ramadan. So when the 12 lunar months finish and you have $400, for example, or more, so that is either in genuine gold or genuine silver, or you have, for example, that pension fund of yours and it is saved in the bank, or you have keep it under your mattress and it is equivalent to four hundred dollars or so forth. So remember, two and a half percent zakat would be compulsory upon you. But best for you, my brother Harun, will be. You contact the ulama day in Nigeria, whether you are in Kanu or Abuja and so forth. So, inshallah, they will tell you what is the nisab, the minimum threshold for zakat.
0: Ustad, the listener is saying that Mufti Saab, I am crippled one leg, hard to go for fajr in mosque. I read in house. How I read with family? Do I be front and family behind, or we stand in one self together? Shukran, Ustad. Oh,
1: almighty allah Jalla wala, give you complete shifa my brother among sahaba abdullah bin Ummi maktoom was blind amar bin Jamu, radiallahu ta'ala and who was crippled and lo and behold, Ayah got revealed for them, Laysa عَلَى الْأَعْمَى Wala وَلَا al الْأَعْرَجِ haraj So it's fine, my brother, you read your Fajr Salat in Jamaat with your wife, with your family. However, you, the Imam, you must be in front. And then behind them will be your sons. And behind you will be your sons. And behind the sons will be your wife, your daughters, and so forth. You won't make one serve. You will be the Imam. But remember one must here, seeing that you are crippled, so you can make imamat. I don't know how you are reading on the floor, or you are sitting on a chair, so if you are sitting on the ground on the floor, and then you make your ruku, and your sisda you make on the ground, and then your son, your wife, your daughter following you, then it's fine. But if you are making imamat on a chair, then according to Hanafis, remember that your ruku you just bending down and Sajda, you bending down a little more, then you can't make Imamad because you are not making Sajda on the ground. So this is according to Hanafis only. So in a case like that, remember that you can't make Jamaat then. Put your son in front and let him, if he is balik and so forth, and he knows how to make imamah. So but anyway, to answer your question, you will be in front and then behind you, the men, your son and your brothers, whoever, and then behind them will be the females and the ladies. That is how you make Jamaat at home.
0: 29 minutes uh, to 5, you are listening to uh, Safina to Ilal Jannah. Uh, Ustad, let me just put you in the picture. Yesterday we had a program last night and the topic was the importance of Islamic education in the life of our children. And we had over so many listeners, so I see two or three, four, five countries messaging me now. One is from Maputo, one is from Leicester, one is from London, one is from Zimbabwe, one is from Swaziland. And they told me to ask you this question that was posed last night. And maybe, maybe Muftisab could perhaps uh, give us the fatwa on that. Because yesterday we had... Question, somebody asked how will Islamic education help my son earn a degree and earn a salary? But that's not the question. So the listeners told me to pose this question yesterday. Uh, it says here, as a father, I'm hurt. I'm 68 years old. I'm a retired doctor. My two sons, one studied to become a chartered accountant and my second son became a Hafiz. And he's teaching hifz. He earns 5,500 a month. And my other son earns 27,000 rand a month. As a father, I feel ashamed. Is this what our deen is teaching us? How I wish I have never advised my son to become a Hafiz. I feel embarrassed he's he's teaching a hips class. So the lesson that I want to know from you Ustad. Is he out of the fall of Islam? Over to you Ustad.
1: Obviously that your disappointment is for another reason. Let us now understand things in the proper perspective. I'll give you my own incident. And that will shed light on these type of questions. Number one. It was the 11th of March, it was a Sunday, 1974. Mm. I'm born in Heidelberg and that time it was known as Transvaal, our province. We had four provinces, now it's called Gauteng, we have nine provinces. Nevertheless, Heidelberg is a very small little town. And the men came to meet me because I completed HIVs in 1970 Now I was going. And it was not very common those days for us to go to Pakistan and so forth. And I was very, very young. So this town came to meet me and, you know, that uh, some wished me well. Two people made comments. And last week when I was in Heidelberg, I mentioned this. I said, in this very house where I'm delivering the lecture to you, <laughs> that is to the ladies. So in this house where the ladies were sitting, this comment was made. One person told me, molvi banuanu, molvi nu pagal He said, you're going to become a Molvi. The wages are very, very little, but remember of the Molvi sap and so forth. Now, instead of encouraging the person, Monday I'm leaving for overseas, this is he passed away, Allah gave him to to fill I mean, those. I mean. The second person told me, Dad, hey, up. you're going to study, become Molvi. The, the trustees, but the world, you must watch out in there. The trustees are very bad people and so forth. They really, you understand, oppress you and so forth. So, first and foremost, my brother, when the father or the mother Or the son becomes a hafiz, a alim. So, what should be the aim? Remember, the aim must be I want to serve in this world and expect my reward in the year after. So, you father, when you made your son an accountant, you made him a CA, you expected him to get a lot of money. He's getting 25,000, 27,000, 30,000, 50,000, whatever it might be. So, that is what is expected. But when you made your son a hafiz, and now he's teaching Hifzul Quran, so you must remember in a case like that, so what will you say? So your intention also was tainted because you wanted your son must get a very, very high wages. It's not going to happen. We believe, remember, when you choose this field, then there is lot of sacrifice you have to make. And Quran Karim says, وَمَن يَتَّقِ اللَّهُ يَجْعَلَّهُ And whosoever fears Almighty Allah, Allah Ta'ala opens many, many ways for him. Wa مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ And Allah will give him so much risk from where he never expected. Allah. Did you ever hear of a maulana or an imam that he is committing suicide because of poverty, hunger? But you will hear of many other people, whether it be doctors or professionals or chartered accountants. I just returned a few weeks ago from Japan. In Japan, one of the biggest problems is the people committing suicide. So you must remember that our intention today is but tainted whether it is father, whether it is mother, whether it is a person himself. And therefore, if I tell you, it's not something I ever said on air, but Mm -hmm. today I'll say it. Mm -hmm. When I came back from Pakistan, it was at the end of 1980 because we went for Hajj, me and my wife. My wife stayed with me there, alhamdulillah, for one year in Karachi. So it was the end of 1980, and 1981, I started in Darloom, Newcastle. I stayed there in Newcastle 20 years. <laughs> Our principal, <laughs> Hazrat Mu'ala Qasim, se-ma- Allah, Ameen, Allah, Jannatul Firdaus. He was a very, very great alim, a very, very great person. And subhanallah, that he told me, okay, this is what you have to do, and so forth. I went with the intention that he will give me even 250 ren a month. <laughs> Two I'll accept the job. So the, so he told me, Abqetan Khadu here, that is 10 so He told me, your wages are 300. Allah is my witness. You understand? So you must remember that, alhamdulillah, no complaint. We started and we stayed 20 years in Newcastle. So see today, Allah tell mercy, Allah's father. So, my brother, your disappointment is valid because your intention was tainted. (laughs) You compared your son becoming a hafiz with your other son who's a C.A., my advice to you brother and to your son is remember what allah gave your son remember is greater than a million because quran says so remember that the grace and mercy of allah is such that you must be the happiest person They are the ones that Allah gave them better than whatever humankind and people can. They can be presidents and prime ministers and whatever. Millionaires, billionaires, trillionaires is better than whatever they accumulated. So that is what Quran is. It is not for worldly purpose. Remember that. Those wages and whatever else is just for your Dharuriyat and just for your basic needs. Mm-hmm. It's not a means of making money. Yes, I agree that the Jamaats and that they should pay the Imams, the Hif teachers, everybody. See our honourable teachers, my own honourable teacher, Hafiz Dimalia, mm-hmm. Hafizdahullah nine Madina Munow, fifty Allah. years he's teaching Hifs class. Allah What will Allah. you say? So and we know what they get so you must remember this there are many others mohna ismail katrada they day in Freyhead. head hafiz abdurrahman was here in mia's farm and then in lens and he passed away a little give them all genital firdoes so brother you must understand when you judge go in this field is not about money, it is of a greater purpose, and that is Allah jalla wa as we please for us. Allah is using us for the khidmat of <laughs> deen and the service of deen, and all Allah uses are us such that we can illuminate the lives of millions and thousands of others. That is the real reason.
0: Akbar. Subhanallah, Ustaz, I love you for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's not out of the fall of Islam. Am I right to Okay, Khair of Ustad. Ustad, we go to the next listener. This is uh, Sister Nadira, Mashallah from Azadville. She says, "Malana, we thoroughly enjoyed your program last night. Could we please have the podcast of your program last night with Malana Salim Karim on the discussion? And she says, you yeah, were due to respect, Honorable Muftisab. Why does Muazzins get, get much less salary than Imams? Yet they spend more time and effort. Because I see no ulama making effort to correct this as a muazzin holds a great position, yet they make him do dirty work and imams don't really do as much as them. Please guide me, Ustad. This is Tanadira from Azadwal, Ustad. Yes, we
1: agree. Remember that many a time the people are oppressed because you must remember they come from poor countries, Malawi or Mozambia or Zimbabwe or from the township. And definitely there are majority of them oppressed. Many a time I spoke on this on a on Jumma Bayans and so forth that definitely what is the prescription what is the job description of a Muazzin and what people tell him to do he must clean the bathroom toilets all this is incorrect remember that and we need to empower them and not pay them peanuts 100% we agree with you but there's no need to now say the Imam is getting overpaid nay we need to improve the wages salary of the Muazzin and we need to Improve it of the Imam as well in many instances.
0: Was I'm not understanding this question? It says, Dear Muftisab, in our masjid front wall on the wall, we got a big digital clock that shows every salah time, next day salah time, it shows Islamic date, salah, makru time, etc. Can you please advise us? Is it permissible or not? This is from Venda. From
1: Ustad. So what has happened is they put such a big watch right in front, so when people are reading Salat, so sometimes their gaze will fall on that big watch. And if you just put the watch, it's fine, but now they put the whole history and geography and everything there. So you must remember. Remember this is Makru and so forth. Put the watch at the back so when people enter the masjid they can see what time is sunrise, what time is azan, what time is namaz, all this stuff. You don't put it right in front. When it becomes mukhil, it becomes a distraction for the muswallis that is makru and undesirable.
0: ustad a mudathir from Chile. He wants to know, he says, Honorable Muftisab, I have over 130 missed fast to make up. I wasn't aware that you had to make them up. I keep 14 each year. Is there anything wrong with what I am doing? Do I have to pay any charity to start from Chile?
1: Remember, my brother barakallahu Barakallawfiq, very good. From the time you became baalig mature till now, hundred and thirty fasts. Whatever it is, let us round it off at hundred and forty because you keep fourteen fasts per year. You say so. In a case like that, it will take you how many years? Ten years or so to keep all of them. So, my brother, my aim, my to you advice to you: No, you have to keep more fast. So they are 52 weeks in a year, exclude Ramadan, so you have 48 weeks, 47 weeks. So per day, per week, if you keep one fast, and that is on a Monday or Thursday, and you say, Ya Allah, this is my qadha fast. So at least you will keep 40 fasts per year. So that should be your target from now, from 2019, that per year I am going to keep 40 fasts per year qadha. And in that way they, inshallah, that in a matter of 3 years, 4 years, everything will be sorted out so you can't be just keeping you know one fast per month or something no that's too little but remember you must increase the quantity inshallah secondly is there any penalty kafara to pay with that no according to Hanafis only qadha according to the Shafi'is yes you have to pay and it's long system that uh, you have to work out how many years and so forth and so on I think you are following the Hanafi school so in that case there you just keep the Qadha, make Tawbah also, and beg Almighty Allah for forgiveness. And inshallah, that's a sign that the Tawbah is accepted, provided you are keeping the Qadha.
0: Ustad, we go to Malaysia. Uh, I'm reading the question as well. My name is Yusri. He wants to know I want to keep my newborn baby name, Soban Sori, from uh, Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur. Is this correct? What is the meaning and correct spelling? Uh, this is from Malaysia, Ustad.
1: Masha'Allah, the brother's name is Yusri, Yusri means ease for a boy and Yusra for a girl, Masha'Allah, so you get Yusri and Yusra, now actually maybe in the typing there's something mistake there, he wants to keep the name of his son Sufyan Thawri, Mm. Sufyan, remember Thawri was Amirul Mu'mineen Fil Hadith there is a great scholar, one of the biggest scholars in the past century in Egypt, Sheikh Abdul Halim Mahmoud. He was known as Sheikh Al-Azhar. We met him two, three times, MashaAllah. And remember, he wrote the whole book, which I have, Sufyan Thawri, Amirul Mu'minin Fil Hadith. He was a contemporary of Imam Abu Hanifa, rahimahullah. So Thawr means an ox. You understood? So why does he say Sufyan Thawri? One day he entered the masjid with his left foot and he heard a sound, Ya Thawr! Oh, you, you'll be like an ox. So mm. he kept the name Sufyan Thawri. So just keep the name Sufyan. So don't put Thawri there. Mashallah, you get Sufyan bin Uyena, Imam Shafi's teacher. You get Abu Sufyan, the Sahabi, radiallahu an You get Sufyan, you understand Thouri. So don't give Thawri because people will then say ox and all that. So just keep Sufyan. So mashallah, excellent name, beautiful name.
0: Ustad, uh, we go to Canada. Somebody wants to know, yeah, uh, Molana Arafat, what if one does not adhere to the timings of for pelting? Ustad,
1: Remember that the brother is speaking about Hajj and so forth. So if you are speaking about the 10th day, so the 10th day you pel during the whole day, meaning from after sunrise right through, right, uh, the, right the night also you can go. And if you are speaking about 11, 12, 13, then the time starts, remember, after Zawal. 11 and 12, remember this Ijma and consensus, you can't pelt in the morning, and I told you even yesterday or day before yesterday, remember any law of Islam. Once the four schools agree, they say three talaks is three, they say Tarawi is 20 rakats, they say you cannot pelt on the 11th of Zulhijjah, on the 12th of Zulhijjah in the morning, then we say it is not permissible. Ka inan mankan. It can be any person who comes after that. It can be Mufti Saab, it can be Qazi Saab, it can be the Sheikh or whoever. Remember that they say, no, you can't pelt, we reject it. Remember hmm. that. We'll say we respect you, but we don't agree with you. So you must remember that the 11th and 13th also, Remember, we stay on the 13th. Alhamdulillah, last year also... 1439, Masha'Allah, 2018. So hundreds of brothers were there with us, alhamdulillah, from various tents they come. I always tell them, no one must go and pelt before Zawal. We all will read Zuhur Salah there, and then we go and pelt, and then we go back to our respective hotels. So that is what we should do. So if you pelt it in the morning, then you have to give a Adam and slaughter a goat or a sheep, and that goat or sheep must be slaughtered in Makkah, Barakallah
0: wa Wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh that was Hazrat مُفْتِي Mufti Abdul Hussein اللَّهِ and, <interrupts> and I have to say this to the listeners, Jazakumullah Khair, you know, for posing beautiful questions because sometimes we 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 don't know everything, Haji Abu Yusuf.